Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. Well, all right. Welcome back, everybody. What's up? I am excited to be here and back behind the microphone after a little bit of a travel extravaganza between Charlotte and between Atlanta and between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. Over the last couple of weeks, I am back in Cape Cod and excited to be here and to be hunkered down for the month of September and I hope everyone is just doing amazing. I am really excited. We had some guests here from San Diego over Labor Day and we enjoyed the ocean and the boating and the beaching and all that wonderful stuff and it's just got my head completely clear. So I know exactly where I am right now, our goals. I was sitting with Susan this morning and just going over our plan of action for the fall. And it is just absolutely amazing. We've got some more travel plans coming up. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Florida, we're going to be out in uh, Arizona uh, visiting our company and uh, participating in a mastermind, introducing some new amazing business leaders to the company. Then we're going to be back out in California visiting with our son and our daughter and spending some time out there before we head back here to the East Coast again. And then who knows what's going to happen from there right now. The current plan is to spend the winter in Scottsdale, but those plans are soft because we're going to just see what happens and where it takes us. So excited to to uh, to bring this topic today because, you know, in my travels and in talking to entrepreneurs and talking to people that are ultra successful, I know that everyone has got this feeling that they just want to be the best version of themselves. We talk about it. We talk about authenticity. We talk about becoming raw and real and relevant and doing the things that make us human and I think it's an exciting topic. And I think that everyone can relate to this. And I think if I can give you some tips on the things that I've been able to do in my own life and how I've been able to coach people that I work with and my business partners and, and just people in general, even my own kids and friends and family, on how to become that best version of yourself, I think this will go a long way for you. That being said, I honestly don't think this is rocket science. I think it is definitely um, a great aim uh, for a lot of people to become the best version of themselves. And perfecting yourself as an individual, it may be an art, but it's certainly not rocket science. It's something that is within every one of us. So in life, I mean, you'll often hear people making excuses about how they can't do this or they can't do that. Yet the truth of the matter is you can do most things, especially if you make self-expansion your aim, your goal, your vision. I think that becoming the best version of yourself is something, for me, I've spent my entire life trying to master this. I consider myself an expert in certain areas like finance and building teams and you know growth 
And as a person that is at the helm of numerous progressive ventures, I have helped a range of people, business people, regular ordinary people, friends and family, how they can address and make their operations in business and in life more efficient and more profitable. Um, my business pretty much involves setting up the blueprint to make other people's businesses and personal finances perform at an optimal level. Or in other words, making them the best versions of themselves. Now, if you take that ethos and apply it to yourself as an individual, you'll be surprised at how effective this can be. Again, it's not rocket science. There is a definite process that goes behind improving yourself. The fundamental thing to remember is that we all have different ideas of what the best version of ourselves is. So first, identify yours. And then once you've identified it, stick to it and don't let other people dissuade you from your endeavor. Secondly, and really importantly, you've got to dismiss all the baggage. We bring this into our lives without even knowing it. Many times it's just in our verbiage. But you have got to do this. You've got to get rid of that negativity and those false perceptions of who you are and who you want to be. So to be the best version of yourself, you need to connect and get in tune with who you really are. And finally, once you get in tune with who you are, embrace everything you are including your failures because we grow through failure knowing your purpose and what you want and this is the most important step is the beginning but going out there and doing it is where it all happens that's where the magic is remember version 1.0 is better than version 0 <laughs> right 0 is not a good number when it comes to building your future you have got to start somewhere version 1 is better than version none if we want to give it some poetic justice so here are a few of the things that I try to do in my life on a daily basis. Let me give you, let's say, the top five things that I do every day that I think can help you become the best version of yourself. Number one, wake up early. I mean, this is obviously goes without saying that, you know, you can get your day started early on the right foot. And here are some of the things that I believe help when you wake up early. First of all, there are fewer interruptions in the morning, so you're automatically more productive. There's nothing quite like witnessing the atmosphere going on from darkness to daylight. The aura is calm and it allows you to prepare for all the uncertainty that might affect you and your day and your productivity that day. So after you wake up, I know there isn't a lot of time to exercise, so I try to get my exercise done first thing in the morning. And getting up before the sun comes up, well, this kind of solves that problem, right? You become increasingly vigorous, optimistic, and ready for the day emotionally when you get that early start. I mean, now you have sort of this adrenaline rush going on. Uh, and research shows that if you start your day early and you exercise and then you get a good breakfast, which is undoubtedly, or at least according to science that I've read, the most important meal of the day, 
Um, and I think a healthy breakfast just gives your body the ability to turn what you ate into energy so you can accomplish more things. Personally, I've been utilizing the highest quality protein shake on the planet as my breakfast for over nine years. And this works for me. Find your source of dense nutrition, set a routine, and then stick to it. I believe that starting your day early will make you more successful. I believe um, you know the strategy that comes behind rising early, once you've set it in place and this becomes your new habit, you're off to the races. And I, I tell people when they say, I, I, I just am not a morning person, Murray. I can't get up that early, especially before the sun comes up. I have to set my alarm and it goes off three times. Here's what you have to do. Take some baby steps. Start waking up like 15 minutes earlier for a week than you normally do. And then do another 15 minutes the next week. And I mean, this kind of makes it manageable and less daunting for people. Um, if you use an alarm, I personally don't use an alarm. I automatically wake up. Uh, you know, 99% of the time I wake up without an alarm. But if you have an alarm and that's how you have to wake up, they say if you just move the alarm a little further away from your bed so it's not so easy to shut it off, uh, that's a good thing. And another thing is, you know, turn the lights on. Because if you if you sleep with, you know, a partner and you don't want to disturb that person and you can't turn the lights on, then get out of the room and turn the lights on somewhere else, whether it's the bathroom or somewhere else that you can go. Because it's just too convenient to curl up and get back into bed if the lights are not, you know, if the lights are um, off and it's dark out. So get the lights on. And when you turn the lights on after your alarm goes off, I think this helps you stay awake. I mean, it's kind of a strange sensation when you first start it, and it just takes a few minutes, but then you'll be good to go. And you also, I mean, this goes along with, you know, getting up early is getting enough sleep and getting good quality sleep. And that has a lot to do with what you do in the evening with your nutrition and with your exercise and things of that nature and how you how you work throughout the day. But you know, science has taught us that eight hours of sleep is the right amount of sleep. I used to, as a younger person, I used to pride myself on I only sleep four or five hours a night. And you know what? It didn't serve me. Over a period of time, as I got into my 40s, I started gaining weight. I started being less productive. I started exercising less because I was getting less sleep. Was I doing well financially? Yes. Was my business thriving? Yes. But that didn't, that didn't really serve me from a quality of life standpoint to be completely frank with you. So, uh, you know, I believe that it's, it's a really important thing. Morning's an important time of day because how you spend your morning can often tell you how your day is going to line up. So make those first few minutes important. Get up earlier than you used to. Get the sleep that you need. Try to get those eight hours. And remember, if you're, if you're not getting your full eight hours, I don't believe there's anything wrong with taking a power nap halfway through the day, you know, getting a good 15 minutes of shut eye, just to just deep, and there's, there's science behind this too, to get yourself re rejuvenated and ready to go for the rest of your day. So keep those things in mind. Um, the second thing that I think so many successful people do is they figure out a way to stay motivated. This is, you know, something that you cannot dismiss. Once you figure out what you want to do in life, obviously this becomes much easier. Inspiration can never happen for you unless you do something 
that you have a calling for. I mean, if you're not surrounding yourself with positive incidences from other entrepreneurs, utilize the stories of successful people as a motivational tool to gain knowledge from others, just like you're listening to this podcast right now. Take part in motivational exercises. You know, certain things that inspire you can fuel your entrepreneurial success. So, you know, you can watch inspiring movies, which my wife and I love to do, whether they're fictional or documentaries, when you have downtime. You can listen to motivational podcasts. You can uh, play invigorating music in the background, which I love. I play music all the time that just makes me feel good. Um, and you can do this while you work. I mean, I, I just know that if you encourage yourself by giving yourself rewards for the fantastic things that you do, which most of us skip, we just move on to the next thing, I think these rewards can encourage you to even work harder. So number two on my strategic plan for you to become the best version of yourself is to stay motivated. Number three is something I lost sight of for a while, and it wasn't until I did my 75 hard earlier this year where I, for 75 days, went through this process, um, which I absolutely loved. Um, it was amazing going through that process, and I think you may have heard me talk about this on previous podcasts. If you haven't gone to the previous podcast, you can go back and listen to those where I talk about it, and, or you can just go to 75hard.com and see what Andy has set up for us to, uh, to use this mental toughness challenge to build our brain and to build our resistance and to make us feel unstoppable. And one of the things, one of the habits that I learned every day that made a huge difference for me, and to this day it still does, is reading. Read every day. So that's number three. Did you know that most successful multimillionaires and entrepreneurs and the best leaders that are on the planet read maybe a hundred books every year? I mean, reading a book on different topics gives you information and improves your knowledge of the world. I mean, when you read, it intensifies and it strengthens you. You literally can multitask and keep your stress levels low, helping you feel more productive. Gathering information from books forces you to remember the material you're taking in. The more you comprehend words, obviously, the better your memory becomes, which is something that we all would love to improve on. So learning these new things increases your self-confidence. I know after reading multiple books, you can communicate more effectively. You can know more about different aspects of life. And when you learn about the success that other people have, it motivates you to do the same. So let me quote one of my favorite authors of all time, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> he says, the more you read, the more things you will know. The more that you learn, the more places you'll go. And I can't agree more. <laughs> love that book and uh, love giving that to people as they graduate from high school and college because uh, although it's a children's book, there's so many lessons in there that we can all learn. So let's go on and let's talk about number four. Now, you know that if you've listened to my podcast at all, that I'm a big believer in goal setting. So let's call number four setting SMART goals. I think that you can do anything you want if you have a method of setting goals. 
So you need to uncover the way that you can succeed and live your ultimate fantasy, your ultimate way of living, becoming that lifestyle entrepreneur in a simple but effective method. And this has just got to become your way of thinking. So don't just create any goal. Pick the right tasks that you want to accomplish, that which will help you achieve what you want. While it's essential, obviously, to having lifelong dreams, it's vital to construct an achievement that will work based on what's practical for you. So concentrate on establishing goals that you can track. It's very, very important that you put deadlines on them for yourself. Remember, wealthy entrepreneurs are as specific as possible to accomplish exactly what they want. This is the hard part, is putting down exactly what you want. Figuring out what it is from keeping you from achieving what you want to achieve, this is different. You need to figure out a way of just concentrating on the goal. And remember, obstacles are always evident. You can see them when you take your eyes off the goal. So make up a business plan and write things down put them on your calendar, put those deadlines on them, and then just concentrate. And little by little, these things will get knocked off your list. They will get done. Some are going to take longer than others, and you can make a, a, you know, a one-week goal, a one-month goal, a one-year goal, a five-year goal, and so on. It's all possible. Goal setting has been my saving grace, and it's amazing sometimes when I think of what we have now in our family that we're all just one time, just a thought, just something that we wanted and something that we set a goal to do. So that's number four is setting smart goals. And I think uh, last but not least for today, number five is to think differently. Many people appear to have no trouble reaching their goals. Perhaps um, they might have a higher IQ. Maybe they're smarter than you. Or maybe they have more time to get stuff done. Wrong. It's absolutely not true. The multimillionaire will do and think differently than the average person. Yes, intelligent individuals don't waste time. This is a very important life lesson. People that are super successful understand there are only 24 hours in a day. You can't recover them. They're gone forever once they're gone. Every day that goes by, you've traded a day of your life, and I hope you make the best of it. Remember, you can't, rec- you can't recover from lost time because if you're taking part in meaningless jobs and behaviors, believe me, it's going to do the opposite of what you want as far as serving you. Productive people are always looking for others to do the work that complement their strengths and their weaknesses, their weak points. So when it comes to um, being highly emotional from an intellect standpoint, the things that we have to investigate and the things that we have to do and become stronger in are the following. Don't concern yourself with being perfect, number one. Number two, understand the way to balance business and free time. Crucial, absolutely crucial. Also, you have to accept that things are going to change. (laughs) They're not going to stay the same. They never do. 
and therefore you have to remove disturbances, things that aren't getting you closer to what you say you want, whether it's that great body, whether it's that big bank account, whether it's that asset that you're trying to create, whatever that is, or, you know, whether you're trying to educate yourself, it doesn't matter. You have to remove the disturbances that are not getting you closer to your goals. Another thing that I found for me that works is being sympathetic to other people and other situations that you are not a part of, but understanding that other people go through things and you know anything that you can do to brighten someone's day or help them get on the right path um, is just going to it's going to make you a better person. And we're talking about becoming the best version of yourself. So being sympathetic has always been something that has helped me on my success journey. Um, also being aware of, you know, of your assets and, and your downfalls, the things that, you know, you're good at and the things you're not so good at. And through all that, you need to stay enthusiastic towards the things that you want. So, um, concentrating on these encouraging thoughts that you have in your head and letting the other thoughts go away, because we all have the other thoughts. You just got to dismiss them and make them go away. And, you know, stop, you know, giving yourself limitations on what you can do. Those are the things that I think are most important about thinking differently. Once the productive person establishes their objectives, they imagine what might hinder their efforts and how to deal with the problem in advance. It's kind of like playing chess with yourself. You know, the working professional creates a set routine and then commits to it. Why can't we do that in life? not just in business, to make, um, you know, your, your strives, your accomplishments in life, I think it's important to put your spiritual life and your family first. That has been something that has just kind of resonated with me as, you know, as I've gotten older and I just had a big birthday, um, you know, those things are very, very important in the long run. And at the end of the day, those are the things that mean the most, um, you know, you don't know yet, um, but the reality is that just forming great habits can bring you closer to your dreams every single step of the way if you're just staying positive and focusing on the things that you want and becoming the best version of yourself. You will see all your monetary dreams become a reality. Everything that you wish for yourself. And I know that this podcast, we talk a lot about money and building assets and building a financial wall around your family. And I have to tell you, those things are all possible. But they're easier, more easily achieved if you focus on just being a great person, being the best version of you. You know, um, you might obtain the income, the independence, and the life you've always desired if you follow this path. Nevertheless, by putting into use the advice about these five decisive day-to-day -day successful habits of multi-millionaires and top leaders and entrepreneurs into practice is the best path to take in order to become successful and achieve your life's true desires. Guys, it's been real. I have so much more to share with you. There's going to be a lot more podcasts coming your way this month because I've got a bunch of subjects that I'm going to be sharing with you and some new guest speakers that you haven't heard from before. So I'm excited and I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Until then, this has been Murray Miller and we will see you next time. Take care, everyone. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this. 